You're listening to Ari Goldweig's Parsha Podcast, recorded in Ramat Beit Shemesh, Israel. Tav Shin Samach Zayin, 2007. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Ekev. Last week, we spoke about the first Parsha of Kriya Shema, the Ahavtas Hashem Aleikecho. This week, we're going to speak about the second Parsha of Kriya Shema, Im Shamoa, which appears in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Ekev. The verse says in chapter 11, verse 13, Vehoyo. It will be when you listen to my commandments, says God. These commandments that I command you today. To love Hashem your God and to serve Him with all of your heart and with all of your soul. I will give the rain in its time. The early rains and the late rains. Viosafta deganecha, you will bring in your harvest. Visiraishecha, viyitzarecha, and your wine and your oil. Vinasati eseb besotcha, I will give grass in your fields. Levemtecha for your animals. Vechalta visavata, you will eat and be satisfied. Now these verses are beautiful. Hashem is basically saying, if you do what you're supposed to do, you love Hashem, you fear Hashem, you do all the mitzvahs, you do all the things you're supposed to do. I'm going to do all the things that I'm supposed to do. I'm going to give you some rain. I'm going to give you food. I'm going to give you everything that you need. Grass for your animals. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. Everything's going to be unbelievable. Now the problem with this verse, the thing that is perplexing and requires hezber, explanation, is that we know there's a general rule in the Torah that schar mitzvah b'hai alma leka. There's no reward for mitzvos in this world. Because when we do mitzvot, when we do the commandments of God, these things affect the upper worlds, the spiritual worlds. Those worlds are limitless. Those worlds are infinite. In the physical world, we cannot receive reward for an action which is limitless. Because the physical world, by definition, is limited. And therefore, you can never receive in this world, in this limited world, a reward for the mitzvah, for the commandment, which affects the spiritual worlds which are, which, which are limitless. Now, if that's the case, we have a big problem with this verse, because the verse seems to be saying that if you do what you're supposed to do, if you love Hashem, you do the mitzvahs, you serve God in the correct way, God is going to reward you. You're going to have the rains in its times, you're going to eat, you're going to be satisfied, you're going to have everything that you need, your animals will have all the food that they need. What is the pshat? What is the explanation of this verse? Now before we try to understand the answer to this question, I'd like to pose another question to you. We find that on Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year, the holiest man, the holiest person in Klai Israel, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, would enter the holiest place in the world, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies, in the Holy Temple, in the Beis HaMikdash. And when he would enter the Holy of Holies and perform the special rites that were reserved for the day of Yom Kippur, one of the things that he would do, we learn, is that he would say a special prayer. Now if you had to guess, what would that prayer be? The holiest man, the holiest place, the holiest day. What would his prayer be? You would say, oh he should pray that the people of Israel should come close to God, that they should love God, fear God, observe His commandments. But that's not what he prayed. In fact, we learn that his prayer was that the people of Israel should have material sustenance that they should have all the things that they need materially, and that they should be prosperous. Also, another thing that he would pray is that no pregnant woman should experience a miscarriage. Now, as we said again, 
These things seem odd. Why is the Kohen Gadol praying for physical, material wealth? These things would seem to be secondary to the greater good of spiritual accomplishment, of coming close to God, of loving God, serving God. Why is this the prayer of the Kohen Gadol, the High Priest on Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the holiest place in the world, the Holy of Holies? Let's return for a moment to the first question that we asked. And once we understand the answer to the first question, I believe we'll also have an understanding for the second question. Our first question was, why is it that the Torah says, or how is it that the Torah says, that if you do what you're supposed to do, if you do the mitzvahs, you observe the commandments, and you love Hashem, you love God, God's going to give you food in the correct time, He'll give you the rain in the correct time, He'll give you food for your animals, everything will be great. How could that be? How can God promise that if we know there is no reward in this world for keeping the commandments because the commandments have eternal reward? So to answer this question, we have to understand that the truth is that there's a mistake in the question itself. Because we're assuming that when the Torah says that if you do the mitzvot and you love God and you keep what you're supposed to keep, you do what you're supposed to do, God's going to give you everything that you need. We understood that it's a reward. The truth is that it's not a reward. In fact, what God is saying is that when you do what you're supposed to do, I'm going to make it possible for you to continue doing what you need to do. Meaning, when you learn the Torah and you keep the mitzvot, you keep the commandments, and you love God and you serve God with all of your heart and with all of your soul. So God says, I'm going to make sure that you can continue to do that. Now there are certain prerequisites in order for a person to be able to maintain a level in spirituality. The prerequisites are that all of his needs, his physical needs, must be met. He has to be able to have food. He has to have his animals provided for. All of his acquisitions, all the things that he owns, need to be taken care of. That's a prerequisite in order to be able to accomplish anything spiritually. So God is saying, if you do what you're supposed to do, I'm going to make sure that you can continue to do what you're supposed to do. So the truth is that it's not a reward, but in fact, it comes under the category of what we find described as mitzvah, goreres, mitzvah. When one does one commandment, it enables him to perform other commandments. Now let's return to the second question. The Kohen Godel, the most holy person on the holiest day of the year, in the holiest place in the world, what does he do? What does he pray? What is his prayer? His prayer is for physical sustenance. Because the Kohen Gadol knows that the only way that Klal Yisrael, the people of Israel, can attain any spiritual accomplishments is only if their needs, their fundamental physical needs are taken care of. Only once those needs are taken care of can they accomplish anything spiritually. Let's return to what we said earlier. The verse says that when you keep the mitzvahs, when you serve Hashem properly, Hashem is going to help you, going to give you all the things that you need materially. Now we said it's not a reward. We said it's just the natural result. When you do what you're supposed to do, Hashem helps you to continue to do what you're supposed to do. On the flip side of that, the verse also says, Hishamru lachem, be careful, lest your heart turn, and you turn away, and you serve other gods, and serve and bow down to them. God's wrath will pour down upon you. You're not going to have the rain. You're not going to have what you need. If you don't do what God says, you're not going to have what you need. So we see this is a spiritual rule. If you do what you're supposed to do, God helps you continue to do what you're supposed to do. When you don't do what you're supposed to do, God does not allow you to do what you're supposed to do. The problem with this 
is that we know three times a day we say the words Poiseach es yodecho. You open your hand, umas bia lechol chai and you give, you provide for every needy creature. That's unconditional. That means it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what you are, it doesn't matter what you do. If you have a need, if you have a chisaron, if you have something lacking, God fills that need. That's what the verse teaches us. So what does it mean when it says over here, only if you do what you're supposed to do, do you get what you're supposed to get? Now this is not my observation, this is actually the observation of the Tana in the Mishnah, in Kiddushan, on the Pei Be'ezam Aleph, on page 82a. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Rabbi Shimon, the son of Elazar, says, have you ever seen in your days an animal or a bird that has any kind of craft? They are provided for without any kind of effort. Those animals were only created to serve me. I was created in order to serve my Creator. Certainly I should not have any difficulty earning a livelihood and providing for my family. Ella, he says, however, what's the problem? I have made my ways evil. I have messed up my own livelihood. Now we see a similar theme where he's recognizing the fact that Hashem provides for every single animal. Doesn't matter what it is, a regular animal, a bird, all these animals, Hashem provides for them. Whereas me, it seems to be that it's dependent on my actions, on my ways. If I'm doing what's, what I'm supposed to be doing, then everything is great. If I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then it comes out hard. So the question again here is, how do we jive these two ideas? One is, that Hashem provides for every living creature. And the other idea is that it depends on what I do. How did these two ideas jive? So to understand this, we have to look back one pasuk, one verse before Poseach that God provides for all creatures. The previous verse says, The eyes of all turn toward you, hope to you. And you give them their food in its correct time. And then it says, You open your hand and provide for the needs of all creatures. What we see is only the eyes of all have to be turned towards you, have to be hoping to you, to God. If the eyes are not turned towards you, if they're looking at Elohim Acherim and other gods, if they're doing other things, they're not serving God, then it's not You can only have if the eyes are turned towards God. Animals naturally, they know where their sustenance com- comes from. As the Pesach says in Yirmiyah, in Perak Al, for the first Perak of Jeremiah, it says, Yoda shor koineyu, an ox knows its master, v'chamor evus ba'alav. A donkey knows where its food comes from. Yisrael lo yoda, amid lo However, the people of Israel, when they sin, they are not recognizing, they're not remembering where everything that they have comes from, that everything comes from God. Restated, we could say it as follows. When is it true that God provides for every single animal, for every needy creature? When we are acting in our natural way, an animal naturally knows that its sustenance comes from God, or that it comes from its master. But a person, when it forgets that natural law, that things come from God, when it loses its nature, when a person loses his nature, 
God does not behave with him in a natural way. He doesn't get naturally what's supposed to come to him. The food that's supposed to come to him, the sustenance that's supposed to come to him, the livelihood that's supposed to come to him. He doesn't get it because he's taken himself out of nature. When a person ignores the fact that God is in charge, that God is providing for him, he's basically taking himself out of nature because in truth, in nature, God has set it up that he does provide. Now let's return back to our original question because I think now we developed this idea to the point where we have a new answer for the first question. Our original question, if you remember, was why does the Torah seem to say that if you do the mitzvahs, if you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be rewarded by getting the food and all your animals will be fed? Why is the Torah saying that there's going to be a reward for a mitzvah for performing a commandment if we know that there's no rewards in this world? According to what we're saying, it comes out beautiful because it's not a reward at all. It's nothing to do with that. In fact, it's the exact opposite. When a person does exactly what they're supposed to do, when they keep the commandments, when they recognize that everything that they have is from Hashem, is from God, then they've entered themselves into a natural state. The natural state is, Hashem provides for you. That's the natural way of the world. When you listen to the commandments of God, that I'm commanding you today, to love Hashem, to serve Him with all of your heart, with all of your soul. You recognize where everything comes from. You're really serving Hashem with all of your heart. Now that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, now I can be- behave with you, says God. I can give you what you're supposed to get. Hashem should help us all, that we should be zeichet to do what we're supposed to do and Hashem should help us have all the parnasah that we need, all the livelihood that we need so that we can accomplish all the spiritual accomplishments that we need to accomplish and come close to Him every single day. Good Shabbos.